Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of When Opportunity Knocks podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to say thanks for tuning in again, I guess. Um, please like, subscribe, rate us on Spotify. Next week will be Angela hosting, and she'll bring something special, I'm sure. Um, our Instagram is When Opportunity Knocks podcast. Trying to build that, uh, that audience there as well. Tonight... I will be your host, Andrew LG Hunter. That's my handle on all platforms. Um, I will be your guide through 10 steps to building wealth. Mm -hmm. Next to me is Paul, Paul Dice, 91. You can find me on all platforms. And I like uh, buying and selling shit. Nice, yeah. nice. And to my other side. My name is Angela D. Hunter, and that's my handle on all platforms, and I like to argue with people for a living. Mm. And her <laughs> husband, which <laughs> that brings me to me. I'm her husband, and I'm your host. Here we go. Ooh, number one. How do you set financial goals? Define your long-term and short-term goals, guys. Damn. <laughs> How do you set your financial goals? Um, I can give you a little hint if you like. Well, I mean, how I set my financial goals is, is being able to afford whatever I want to afford. Um, I don't do it. <laughs> I do it a little bit differently. Um, I know how you're supposed to do it. Let's hear both. Okay. How you're supposed to do it is, I mean, you're supposed to see what kind of life you want and basically have a number in mind on what that what that would be. So a financial goal um, of you want to be a millionaire. Okay. So you take a million and then you figure out if you want to do it over a one year, three years, five years, and figure out how much money you would have to make in order a day in order to make that actually a, like realistic. That's a good way of setting the goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. Small increments and just like basically keep dividing until you get a day by day. Um, love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, how I set it aside is, is that um, I just basically do as much as possible, meaning that I have a bunch of things that I like doing that make money, uh, that provide the lifestyle that I have currently now. And I just keep reinvesting my money into said things. So if it's my buying and selling thing, I will just spend all my cash on buying certain products to make more money, knowing that that will double my money once I sell it. Um, if it's uh, stocks, then I'll buy, uh, I'll put money into an index fund or stocks or crypto every month, just setting that aside, meaning like, okay, that's my retirement. And then also with the house that we're in right now it has a basement suite. So, um, my tenant initially pays for the uh, some of the mortgage, but I'm essentially living much cheaper than most people would. Um, so there's there's that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I just I do it a little bit differently, um, but uh, yeah. Okay, very good. Yeah. Having specific financial goals uh, provides direction, motivation, and for building wealth. Mm -hmm. 
you, my love. <laughs> I mean, yours um, is quite similar. But yeah. I mean, that's because we're all tall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my financial goals would definitely be like what we talked about last week with budgeting, just to make sure you're keeping track of where your money's going and how much you're saving. And then I like set small goals, like what I want to do for the summer, if I want to go on a vacation that year. So small financial goals and things to work towards. And then long-term financial goals is definitely early retirement. So always like keeping that in the back of my mind that I want to retire by 55. Not retire from working, but just retire from the 9 to 5 job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, always so a toss-up, like 45 or 50, 55. Yeah. Somewhere in there, there. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that is pretty interesting. It's like you got to, for the listener, you got to kind of really think about like what do you want out of life? If if it's like if you're a worker and you just, huh, you can hear the sirens in the back. <laughs> um, if you're just a worker bee, that's completely fine. If you work for somebody and you're really good at what you do, that's completely fine. And you kind of know roughly when you're going to be retiring. So, I mean, that's that's cool. Now, if you have side hustles, if you have side hustles, I mean, you can get to certain financial goals quicker, I'm sure. And it might actually be like something that you enjoy doing. I do have a couple friends that do do side hustles that we're, some we're don't enjoy. Talk, we're going to talk oh, more you about do? Okay. side hustles okay. in a bit here. Okay. Um, I just, I want you to save it for that. Mm. Yeah. I know you got some bangers for that. Yeah. Um, very good, Ange. Very good, Paul. Um, okay, now this one kind of goes back um, to our last episode, so I really implore you now to check out our last episode, Budgeting, I think it was yeah. called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, budgeting. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, number two question here is, how do you create a budget? And then, yeah, I go into talking about, oh, check out our last episode for more details. Uh, and remember that creating a budget allows you to manage your wealth and finances, which helps you ident- identify areas to improve in, cut, or save and invest. Um, this brings me to the next question. I don't think we need to go on. Uh, go over what yeah. budgeting is? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think people just need to go okay. back to our last episode. Sure. It's just in the list of 10 things because it's very important. Yeah. Definitely. I, like we, we talk about it for an hour or on our last episode. So yeah. It's just number two because it's fucking key. So uh, number three, though. Um, how do you save and invest? I mean, I like to do it in smaller increments. So like when I invest, I'm not waiting until I have $5,000 to put into something. Like if I have 20 bucks, I'll throw it onto something. So that's how I invest, just small increments because then you can build that way. And uh, same with saving. It's hard to save when I'm a student right now because, I mean, I don't work full time. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) saving is definitely difficult as a student, but it's just cutting down on that budget and trying to put just even a little bit away. And it is easier now to do that. Sorry, let me fix this. It is easier now to do that because, um, you know, all of these traditional ways of investing – like the mutual funds, um, ETFs, ETFs, you know, stocks, stocks. Crypto. yeah, all of that. It's it's available on apps now yeah. that you can you know upload your uh, personal information on, and it's totally like a trust wallet that you can do all of these things on very simply. 
Yeah, you don't need to like call someone and yeah. transfer funds and blah blah blah. So like I just do everything by myself. Yeah, and so I understand the twenty bucks here and there. That strategy works great. Mm-hmm. What do you got, Paul? Well, it's actually going to be really interesting when they come out with those NFTs. Is when they can do the. Remember the time back uh, when it was the I think it was Citadel that Citadel guy mm-hmm. that was buying that um, the the. Oh, it's a. What do you call laws like a legislation? Oh. And he was buying it, <laughs> but then the the, uh, the one for the states. Yeah. What the fuck is that yeah. called? The, the <laughs> it was like the f- it's like their yeah the it's like their guys. thing. Yeah, the Declaration, you know, the Declaration of Independence. Declaration of Independence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the guy was gonna buy that, like you remember, right? Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. yeah. But there was a group sharing, and they raised something like fifty million dollars. It was something <laughs> stupid, but the guy overbid by like a couple million dollars, and he won the bid, but. That's going to be very interesting when they roll out those NFTs and like certain group sh- group uh, investments because it's not going to be just uh, it's not going to be just like the rich people. It's going to be like everyone that wants just to have a little piece in it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's very it's just well, cool. and they're doing that with so. the uh, um, the art, the art, the, the yeah. masterworks, yeah, masterworks yeah, 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 art. Yeah. Check that out, everyone. Uh, they don't sponsor this, but. Uh, we're going to do a shout out to them. Masterworks Art. Yeah. They See, do like shares for each painting and it's yeah. totally regulated um, through the SEC. Yeah. And yeah, they're legit. Yeah. Check them out. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's, that's an, cool. yeah, that's exactly kind of. Yeah. 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 yeah and it's, it's just it's going to keep compounding. Yeah. And it's going to happen more and more and more. But uh, I yeah, <laughs> I guess to answer your question, I think. Yeah, I think Ange is right in the right path. Majority of people, if you have a little bit of extra cash, um, because I've had a lot of money before, and then I've put it all on red, uh, <laughs> yeah, per se, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and seen it go all the way up and then go all the way down to the negative. So you don't want to do that, per se, because um, you'll you'll feel like me. <laughs> uh, but you'll, you'll learn a valuable lesson, yeah. but that one stings yeah. to learn. Yeah, yeah, I'm still bag holding, but it is what it is. But you you, like you live and you learn. Um, I think uh, the the best way to I think the best way to invest is that what kind of it just says how do you save? How do I save? Okay, how do you save and invest? Yeah, so I know that I'm putting equity into the house Mm -hmm. and our business. Every dollar that we put in, it's going to be something because of inflation. And then also there's value there. We've taken yeah. something like a, a lump of shit and then polished it up. And, and all of a sudden a it, 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 it's it's <laughs> not a even nugget. a turd anymore. It's literally it's a like nugget of gold. it's it's a nugget of gold that was just never a turd, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's you put money into stuff and you're you're hopefully knowledgeable on those certain things where um, you'll make money from it. Mm-hmm. I am. I, that's like the best analogy I can give. No, that's really good. And I'm that's like between the two of you, that's where I'm at too. Um, I try to do what Ange does. And I do sometimes when I feel an excess of cash. Well, you I, like silver, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So. so I like investing that way. But I love building up asset wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's the shit that gets me off because I can do what we're doing with houses. I can do that with fucking anything. Yeah. I bought a boat for cheap and now it's worth way more. Yeah. And I'm going to get to that later about offsetting your fucking your uh 
your debt to uh, your debt ratio to how do you say that? Your debt, debt to, to asset. Yeah, debt to average. Oh, asset? debt. Yeah, asset. Debt Service to debt ratio or debt to asset ratio? Debt to asset oh, ratio. Oh, okay, okay. Thank you. It's a tongue twister for me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that was number three. And just as a recap here, um, saving a portion of your income and investing it wisely, either or you both said that, um, can be the difference of a fruitful and or, sorry, can be the difference of a fruitful or frugal future. I really like that when I was writing that down. I was like, oh, this is so clever. Mm. And then I just botched it saying it. (laughs) 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 Um, Stocks, bonds, mutual trusts, um, real estate, businesses, gold, silver, other assets can all assist you building your future wealth and your future self. Um, this brings Praise me the Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this brings me to diversification, and that's number four. How do you diversify and manage your investments? Yeah, see, that's a hard one because I thought I was diversified, but fuck. I mean, when everything goes down. <laughs> yeah, we're in we're in a fucking wild, turbulated time right now where everything's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You just have to have faith in what you're doing, I guess, and like also have like a steady income and a steady flow. Because I I look at I look at a lot of um, a lot of my friends and I see what they're doing. They have an income from a job. They have a side business. They have hustles. Um, like they, they have a constant flow and then they have their lifestyle. So <coughs> I guess for diversification, they have all these, I mean, Randy, he, he does like, he buys really, really shitty cars. Um, and then he fixes them up because that's what he knows, mm-hmm. but he also has a full-time job mm-hmm. and he, like his life a, works so into that's that. A hobby. That's a hobby that he makes money on too. Uh-huh. Something just happened. Yeah our audio there i think it's just our shit what there we go yeah i'm uh, yeah it's cutting in and out of one mm-hmm. one of the things yeah, yeah. mine yeah. too yeah i mean we're still recording okay so we're excellent. Good, yeah. but yeah uh, hobbies is a great way to diversify yeah so uh, yeah any uh, yeah any hobbies that you do like i'm sure you could make some ho- money from it and then if that's not your thing i mean diversification w- we've kind of uh we've kind of went over that with you doing your stocks like your etfs and shit um, and then investing in crypto. If that's not your thing, check out real estate. You can actually do real estate investing on stocks. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's a little like you're definitely going to make le- a lot less, mm-hmm. but you don't have to deal with any toilets or tenants. So yeah. Well, and real estate investing doesn't have to be like tenants and that stuff too. Like you can buy your own house and slowly build up equity in it and like pay it off fast and make improvements to it. That being and then said, you only have to worry about you. Yeah, that's what me and Ange do. Yeah, that being said, I mean, you guys, you guys bought a really, really good house because, first of all, like the three, like the three titles mm-hmm. or the three, yeah. wait, what is three it? Lots. Three, three lots. Okay, so it's like, it's on the buy of the house mm-hmm. is where you're making. I from what I understand, what I've learned is it's it's on the buy of the house, um, and you're making the money because we we and bought that, ourselves. And that yeah, that's typical for people that aren't good at doing the work themselves the buy is where you make most of your money right in our situation the price i don't want to say it was irrelevant but for the lot you guys got a good deal and like what we plan to do to it it is kind of irrelevant because we're gonna make we're gonna make more money from the house 
and the equity within the house because of all the extras oh, that we're 15. doing, right? <laughs> yeah, 15. Nice. Oh, Is it over 15? Yeah. Here. Yeah, I said 15 just a second ago because we're stopping our, our video. Um, we're trying a new thing. Don't worry about that. That's <laughs> our problem. But, yeah, we're going to continue on now. Um, you Did you have anything else to add on to diversification? Diversifying? Uh, I mean, no, I think we kind of touched on it all. And we sort of diversified the same way, like stocks. Maybe we have different stocks. But if you're getting into stocks, like look at different industries in stocks. Then if you're getting into crypto, buy more than one or two cryptos. Like I have, I don't think I have 30 anymore. I'm probably down to like 27. Mm. I got rid of I a got, couple. I got something. And it doesn't necessarily have to be like the normal crypto uh, real estate. Um, anything that you can think of that's just common because that's all what we do with the metals, stocks, mm-hmm. crypto, the real estate. Yeah, so that's where I was kind of going to go with is th- anything that people put value on. Mm-hmm. Like you can literally buy uh, fucking furniture for lower and then sell it higher. Or Pokemon like cards, hockey cards, collectibles. Yeah, collectibles. I you fuck love with that. Yeah. hockey cards. Yeah. yeah, I've got quite the stash. My mom has <laughs> a friend who owns an auto body shop and he also buys and sells hockey cards. He makes more money on buying and selling yeah. hockey cards than his auto body shop. Yeah, they're, they're a hot market for mm-hmm. sure. Um, so why is this all important? Why is diversifying important? Uh, it minimizes your risks and protects you against potential market volatility, which we're seeing today, mm-hmm. and potential losses of tomorrow. So um, being diversified will protect you in the long run. So Yeah, because not everything, well, I mean, things can crash at the same time. But if you're in more than one boat, something's going to yeah. float. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to sink with everything in it. No. Right? Yeah, yeah, fair. So, um, number five, how do you control debt for leverage? How do you control debt with leverage? How do you control debt for leverage? For leverage. Um, so this is the buying assets that I was talking about. That's, I, I'll just, I'll just do my thing and then maybe yeah, you guys can work yeah, off of that. Yeah. Um, buying assets, uh, to counter your debt income ratio, um, is, is very important. Um, if you go to the bank or something like that. That's one of the things they look at. Like, okay, how much debt do you have? And then how much assets do you have? Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll loan to you based on how much assets you have left over from your debt. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, what I do is if I feel like my debt to asset ratio is all fucked. And, like, for the longest time, I didn't really keep track. It was always in my head. But I recently put it on my uh, bank app, and I was fucking shocked. I was very shocked. Um, I'm dangerously close to a goal that I've always wanted. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Um, but uh, that, like, that being said, you're still probably going to need a good credit score. But mm-hmm. uh, having that debt to – how do you say that again? Asset. Yeah, debt to asset. I don't know why I keep fucking that up. <laughs> Your debt to oh. asset ratio uh, balanced out is very key. Um, like, so you can, you can buy anything, anything of like Paul was saying, anything of value to add to your assets that's paid out 100% and it's yours. Like if you buy a car, um, or if, if you finance a car, um, you don't really own that car and that's more of a liability and a debt that is hard to, to, um, 
to balance, right? But if you go to the bank and you're like, hey, I own this car and it's worth this much. Um, I want a loan. Can you give this to me mm-hmm. for around this much or under? They'll be like, yes, because they know one way they'll come and fucking repo it from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So I think that's very important. Um, pay off high interest savings. Oh, you know what? These are other. Uh, you guys could actually work off these. Pay off high interest saving crap and avoid uh, unnecessary expenses. Have a healthy financial balance. Um, so just, I don't know, work off of that, guys. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> just like thinking about smart debt. Like if you're going to take on debt, like a mortgage, that's smart debt as long as you're not buying like a super expensive brand new house that you can't really afford. Or if something small changes in your life, you can no longer afford it. Or if interest rates go up, <laughs> you can no longer afford it. Like pick something within reason. Mm-hmm. So be smart with your debt and don't like rack up your credit cards don't get high limit credit don't get cards high. i mean that's a <laughs> no don't <shit>. get high <laughs> don't get high limit credit cards unless you've lost you can't it all control you have yourself. no other way out <laughs> <laughs> but like have a lot of my debt is student debt which to me is smart debt because it is helping my future and is going to help me make more money it doesn't seem like smart debt when you're going through it because you're like oh my god that just keeps climbing that's but because sure it's also to it. a yeah. fucking right. doctorate though if 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 it was for like if you just had student loan debt for fucking arts and science, I mean, good fucking luck, <laughs> right? Because you're gonna have that debt, and that is bad debt. Because what does that actually get you? What title does that get you? It just means that you could sit in a fucking desk for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what mine's gonna get me too, but yeah, a little bit yeah, better yeah, of a but desk. It's a doctorate, <laughs> like again, that's something that they see, um, like banks or any financial institution sees as um, smart debt because mm-hmm. they know you're gonna make fucking bank, right? Sorry, I cut you off though. That's okay. That was just my whole thing: is make sure you're choosing smart debt. Like everyone's gonna accumulate debt in our lives. That's just how our financial system is set up. But just make sure you're being smart about it. Mm. What do you got? Yeah, actually, that um, like I'll, I'll use my um, I'll use my house as an example, and then I got another business um, that I'll use it as an example. But the house uh, brings in. We'll just say a thousand dollars a month, right? So that thousand dollars a month gets tacked onto my income from my main job. So I'm essentially making yearly. I'm making an additional twelve thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So on something that's just like here, you know, yeah. and that's on that's on debt because I've purchased the house. And it's also building up your equity. And too. it's building an equity because I'm paying down the mortgage. I'm paying down that debt. Um, Another thing is is that there was a person uh, on uh, on Facebook Marketplace, always scouring that bitch, uh, that was selling a, uh, a hot dog trailer cart that I was like, oh, I've always <laughs> been talking about this and finally one's, one's in our city. So I went and took a look at it and I tried figuring out, okay, would it do something? I would have to take out a line of credit and then... I'd have to figure out, okay, how much would I have to make each each day or whatever to service that debt? So then I would actually have like uh, a business on wheels, essentially. Now you'd have to pay somebody to. Run you'd it have to pay someone to run it. So yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of moving components in it, but uh, to get yourself started, if you wanted to take a line out on that, let's say it's five thousand dollars, you'd take that line out, and then you'd be paying that s- that debt. 
And then also, I mean, there's also a ton of other shit with it, but mm-hmm. let's just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's a $5,000 trailer. Uh, you work it yourself on the weekends. Uh, you'd base it and you say that you sell X amount, your profits, all that. You make $200 a day. Let's say that can just go right onto the principal mm-hmm. and you're just taking a loss on it. You'd essentially have that paid off in about uh, one. You'll have it paid off in a season and then you should be making money. But that's that's like super fucked numbers because you got to remember, you got to get it licensed. You got to fucking get the actual food and all the stuff. But anyways, the that food, is yeah, that was a the insurances. But that's yeah. buying something yeah. with with debt and trying to make something from it Mm -hmm. and then also paying down that debt and then once you have that like you're buying something that is going to make you money in in the longer term that takes a little bit of work in order to service that debt that's why people have debt in a sense that's why wealthy people take debt Mm -hmm. on because they're like okay if i buy this asset Mm -hmm. and make it work a certain way i should be able to pay off this debt in about a year and then I also have this, kind of well, like Colton mm-hmm. with the trucks. Mm-hmm. He should be able to pay off his trucks in a such amount of time. He's another friend of ours he, who, who's right. in the oil field business. And yeah. he's, he's scaled, doing quite he's scaled well. up his, his trucks that way. And yeah, he's killing it. So well, and I think that I like mean, $5,000 truck takes a year to pay off. That doesn't really sound that. Like, no, not, I, not to, I'm not just to saying, shit on that. I'm, I'm but I think, I think to waste your own time for a year, not smart. But if you can make that back in the year with paying somebody else to go out there and do it, yeah, that would be smart. Yeah. But wasting a year of your life pedaling around a fucking truck. But again, diversification. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But making it making it work for you. Yeah. Not you work for it. Exactly. That's slaving over something hard. If I mean, it, as, if it's as something somebody that who needs a job, that's a fucking great job. You yeah. know, you're outside. Yeah. Doing some fucking hot eggs. Well, it sounds like you're trying to talk me out of it. No, I'm, no, no, I'm no, trying no, to no, make no. sure that our listeners know that there's no, no, tons don't, of don't options get me wrong, out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm just trying to talk you out of specifically going out and being the guy pushing the cart. Yeah, yeah, I know. Be the guy owning the cart. We'll have a conversation of this yeah, after yeah, the yeah, podcast. Yeah. So for yeah, our yeah, listeners. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For our yeah. listeners, diversification and using the debt for something. Don't go out and buy a vehicle just to be looking cool mm. buy something that is going to make you money in the long term or the short term i mean you can take out fucking 10 grand and and really fucking actually make a lot of money from that ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars i mean we've we're currently oh, yeah. doing it oh. right so well and i think that was like the intention of banks when they first started <laughs> loaning money it's that they're only loaning it to people that are going to be able to pay it back and for good reason like you had to say why you wanted the money and they only gave it to people that had a good plan and were going to be able to pay it back now i'm not sure if that's so much well the their, case their debt to asset ratio flipped and now yeah. they want more debt than asset yeah they just <laughs> want to make more money off everyone so they'll just give out loans with high interest to risky people because eventually they're going to collect on something yeah they're going to collect on people's fucking income taxes because yeah. the government's going to bail them out this is time and time again right yeah so it's yeah. kind of shitty that it went. Well, that there way. you go. Um, once you get all these assets, the smart thing to do is buy into some debt, um, or um, save up thirty two th- thirty two million and open a bank. Yeah, be your <laughs> own bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think we nailed that too. What time is it? 
Uh, no, we're good. We've got two more minutes. Oh, well, uh, let's do yeah, it. That's, that's oh, okay. Time yeah. <laughs> we'll pause that. Again, we just took a moment there to switch our to do our internal our camera stuff. system. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number six. Number six. How can you increase income streams? How can you? It's supposed to be your. How can you increase your income streams? Well, you can take more work on. You can ask for that. Um, I'm just setting a timer for the yeah, nice. video. Uh, you can ask for extra work. I've done that through my job. You mm -hmm. can find side hustles. I mean, there's always a way to make money. Um, you can actually ask your friends if they need any help that maybe that you have a skill that you they can't do or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Look on Kijiji, see what people have help, um, or what, what, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> word vomit. Yeah, uh, looking for people, God damn it. ISO, search up. Thank you. It's mm -hmm. just you go on Kijiji and you search for the people that need help with doing things. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. There, there's cash for whatever jobs. Yeah, literally there. make a post, be like, hey, I need this done. I'm willing to pay X amount of dollars. Yeah, those people. Come and fucking do it. Yeah. Um, chances are it's not going to be great, but you're going to get whatever done. Right. Done. <laughs> It'll increase mm -hmm. your income for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you got, my love? Well, for me, it was uh, just, I guess, scaling up at work. So mm -hmm. I was an assistant before and then putting the time in to go to school, mm -hmm. which costs a little bit of money, and then to move up in the job scale. So there's that, too. If you're sort of at an entry-level position, you can get more education, scale up. That comes with more money. Nice. And then, yeah. The education part is huge. Yeah. It being more knowledgeable on whatever you're pursuing and being like that expert, it, fuck, it comes with time. Like, you're going to get paid more because you're more professional. Like, you're on that level. Mm -hmm. The more I you do, do. I do have that as the next one. Oh, okay. So, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, well also, like, we do. yeah, yeah, yeah. also <laughs> doing like Toastmaster classes and like public speaking classes and attending. There's so many different like trade shows and conferences and and uh like speeches and talks that you can go to like all those things help. oh my god i don't know how many trade shows you've done okay i didn't so mean trade many. shows like no that. no no that's a good thing it's <laughs> okay. a good thing you get the person at or the uh, the personal touch there you, yeah that you was you side hustle side trade shows yeah, i meant yeah. i meant sort of like work conferences and and things like that that's mm -hmm. more education yeah see that's up that's my up my alley i love doing the the uh the t more of talking mm -hmm. about it and um because I, I feel like there's something that you can really well we're gonna get into that but okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no, both great answers great answers Thank paul you. you had a shitload of them andrews is more centered to seeking career advancement but paul i really like the side businesses the uh looking for opportunities wherever whenever you can um especially um on this when opportunity knocks podcast <laughs> Fucking right. Um, That's why we made it, man. Fucking right. Uh, don't be scared to try new things. Um, um, you never know what can make you multiple incomes until you try it. So um, that's pretty key. And uh, any one of these things can accelerate your wealth uh, building efforts. So like, just to circle that back around to wealth building here. That's mm -hmm. what we're talking about, folks. Um, number seven. How do you educate yourself um, outside of When Opportunity Knocks podcast? Hmm? 
Damn. <laughs> well, that's a hard fucking question. But if I had to answer it, I'd go on YouTube and then still watch when opportunity knocks. Nice. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, go on YouTube, um, search whatever you're trying to do. I mean, we've said this on so many podcasts mm-hmm. of ours. Is is like. Or, you know, if, if you want to be more personable about it, it j- find a guy or a girl in Saskatoon or in a, in a city that you're at and that is like what what they're doing is what you want to do. And mm-hmm. they're the, a- the expert. Fucking ask them. Yeah. You know, like find a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Find mentor a mentor. Space, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I like YouTube, too. We watch a lot of that at home for learning. Read books. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that sometimes gets th- thrown to the side now. Like people don't read maybe as much as they used to. Maybe get I'm audible. way off base. Get audible. But yeah, I'm going to get audible soon here, actually. Yeah. I mean, I love the smell of an old book, and we have plenty of first editions that are like super old. But but you're a slow reader. I am, and uh, that's a problem. When and hey, to excel fast. That's so exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> so you audible. Yeah. yeah. I feel like <laughs> reading helps, though. Like it is, it exposes you to like different words, different language, and it helps you with conversation and and yeah, well, just growing a your different knowledge part base. of your brain for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, for us that want to get shit done. But if yeah. you, if yeah, you're you know, because I, if I can relate to whatever I'm hearing or seeing as well, mm-hmm. right? So like, what you get from reading the books, which is amazing, by the way, yeah, your 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 language, your you're a different kind of intelligent, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. great, it's great. But like, I can almost like I don't want to say impersonate it, but I can adopt the things that I hear and add them into my own. Well, I guess I just like seeing like words on paper because then it helps me with spelling as well. Like yeah. it's not just learning, but spelling is big. Mm. Forgive me if I'm wrong here, but I think Andrew and I fit into the category of we just read a paragraph and we don't even know what the fuck just we read <laughs> yeah. in our head. Uh, is that kind of? Yeah, yeah. I got to okay. read it like two, three times. But you listen to it. You're like, yeah. ah, okay. Yeah. If I have to read it, it has to be a few times for it to really sink. sink in. But I'm different that I can like see it and I can fucking remember what I've seen later. Oh, okay. So nice. I can't do that. That's a and me and Ange can both kind of do that. I think that's what you were getting at there too. Is like seeing it. Yeah. And then can't do yeah. That. yeah. I, I can. I yeah. Because I can, I can see something and I can visualize exactly how I seen it later. It's the what, what do you call that? Well, I definitely don't have an eidetic memory, but photoidentic memory. Yeah. That's what yeah, you don't need that. Just to say, <laughs> you don't. You don't need that. You can. You can do lots of things without it. Um, it's important to absorb as much knowledge as possible about professional and personal finances. The internet is great. Paul, you touched on that. Andrew, you, you backed it up. Uh, these are great to stay informed about market trends and more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight. Brings us to what's our time now? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I mean we're good. At yeah, we got like seven. Oh, minutes okay, nice. Yeah, we're yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some ways to seek professional advice? I know for so us. Oh, what's? Okay. No, good. Please, fire. Okay, yeah. for us, uh, I know that um, while building um, our businesses. Uh, we seek the help of uh, business consultants, and that really helped. It helped um, with formatting stuff. Um, it helped with um, seeing the big goal and uh, realizing how to get there. 
and uh, breaking things down and understanding what the world's actually kind of about and how fucked up it is, dude. So <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, um, consulting firms, anybody can go to them. Mine, I was happy to be, or I was lucky enough to have these services paid for because I'm a Métis individual. Um, not everyone will be, but I tell you, they are still cheap. Um, yeah, definitely for the value you get out of them. Oh, yeah. It's worth it. Business yeah. consultants, even we did it for what, like four months? Four like, months. even that's worth it. Yeah. If you only do one or two months with them, it's very helpful. Yeah, and like, it's a weekly thing that we did, anyways, mm-hmm. and it can really benefit you. It just keeps you on point for each week, right? Mm-hmm. And then you, you take that outside of the whole consulting aspect later, and you're able to kind of keep up with that like just like we do on the podcast here right we mm-hmm. meet up every week and we discuss our goals our aspirations and our futures and that's why we get shit done mm-hmm. so that's always great um you can talk to banks and then again youtube because it's just fucking great mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you got what's uh, what's the question again uh what are some ways to seek professional advice yeah, that's a hard one for me because whenever I hear about that, I, I still remember going to my bank and asking them, okay, what what can I do? I have like X amount of money. And then they basically said, well, we only kind of deal with like people that have over like this much money. And I was like, I didn't even have half of that. I was a kid, but it was like, I was like, well, what the fuck? What kind of advice is that? That's yeah. kind of lame. Yeah. And that's that that was professional help. So I, yeah, exactly. So, um, just trust your bank app now, I guess, folks. <laughs> well, that personal touch is gone. I say <laughs> instead of seeking professional help, I love that you guys did the business thing. Like I've, I've never actually experienced anything like that. So I kind of like just learned from what you guys have learned. So that's really cool. Uh, it's um, fucking man. It helps so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps so much. And like, it was like, I think it was about 10 K. Um, minus expenses of like getting there and like, you know, uh, the things that they told us to do for our business. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but their their actual help was about 10k for that amount of time, and that was fucking totally worth it. Because nice. they do bring other things. They bring formats of like um, structures on how your business should be set up mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. documents needed for that, which stuff that you know a lot of it we didn't have. Yeah, uh, some of it we did. Now that's saying if you if you guys don't actually have the money, um, saying saying uh, a listener doesn't have ten grand to uh, to do something like that, what I would suggest is um, find a mentor or uh, someone that you look up to that is in that position uh, that you kind of like want to learn something from, and offer your time to them and just be like, yeah, it's free. Like whatever whatever you need me to do, I can do it. Um, and like, I just want to kind of learn what you're doing to make like your, your whole outline, your business. And, you know, you'll find a way to talk to them, but I'm just kind of giving you a roadmap, like go to them or her, whatever, and go to them and talk to them and see what you can't work out and say, like, you'll work for free because that will get theirs attention, like (laughs) free labor. I mean, goddamn, (laughs) just at least teach me. Right. And those people, honestly, I've met off. so many of them with selling Jaguars and Land Rovers. They want to talk about their business because yeah. it's their baby, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, th- you you'll you'll succeed really fast with that. Yeah. So. If you don't know what you want to do, um, look at these people, like Paul just said, and determine what it is that they do 
Um, if you like, if you're more about the lifestyle and you don't really care about the thing that you're doing, find out what some of, uh, some of these people are doing. Talk with them, just like Paul said. Did you already say something, Mom? I mean, I kind of added into the business consultant thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have much else to add. I think I kind of covered it all. Did I cut you off too soon? No, you're good. Nice. Should we do this uh, quickly? Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, we got... To, yeah, we should yeah. probably... Nice. We're just going to switch out uh, our video there again. And we're back again. <laughs> <laughs> just switch out that video. And we're on number nine with When Opportunity Knocks. And... Uh, ten steps to building... Nice. Yeah. Love it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number nine. Uh, be patient and uh, persistent. Never give up. Yeah. Oh, the, no. The number one, I was like, yeah, fuck. We're, wow, I'm not patient at all. No, <laughs> I know. Me either. And that's a that's a real challenge. But building wealth takes time and yeah. requires discipline. Yep. And I have patience enough for all of us. So How I got do you, you covered. Right? That's good. Perfect. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. How do you stay focused on your goals? Um, meeting. I mean, we do it every week, like you said. Yeah. Um, staying... We're close enough to it where we know what's going on, you know, like, so you meet up every week or you talk, you just being on the same, page. yeah, being on the same page, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's with me. Yeah, yeah, oh. sorry. <laughs> or maybe I'm not. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, and the whiteboard, we used to talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't mentioned mm-hmm. it in a while, but uh, keep your whiteboard up to date, put your goals on it, track. Uh, some people really like seeing like the small progresses so if you're one of those people like track each little step and little win on your way to the main goal mm-hmm. and that'll that'll help keep you focused and persistent and just yeah the be patient with yourself things don't happen overnight so as long as you keep building towards it and you're doing something constructive it's going to come yeah you're you actually have I know you, there's a change in you. You do you, s- you started bringing your book around and mm-hmm. making lists and shit. Yeah, well, for like I said, for the past year, my, my shit's been fucked up because my body's been fucked up. But uh, I'm starting to get back into those things because I've realized that like these pains aren't going away. Mm. So I just need to I don't know, do what I can. So that's something I can easily do: bring a fucking book around. <laughs> And uh, it's good for remembering stuff and staying in shape. One of the things I really like, though, is business models. Mm. I think, uh, like, I carry mine around with my in my phone. Um, I know that I know you have. fucking we guys do have. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I carry it from an email. So, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but those just reading those and staying up to date with that and like shit, man, that can make a huge difference on 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 your goals. You know. Um, constructive conversations. That's what we do lots. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Uh, lots of people, you know, maybe they get bored of that. Maybe it's like redundant, but it helps you stay on track, helps the goals. And maybe diversify. Like we all talk to each other, but I know that we mm. talk to other people as well yeah. and have sounding boards to like, like sometimes we can be an echo chamber where yeah. the three of us, we ge- generally tend to agree with each other. So bringing in that other person from each of us going somewhere else and that other perspective really helps. So just also diversifying your friend group a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, yeah, very, very good. Yeah. Yeah. See, see the long term goals and stay vigilant towards them um, using people 
around you with to have constructive conversations the right yes, people that is huge. yeah that's key i'm glad you mentioned that with the right people because some people can steer you in the wrong direction mm. and like well isn't isn't that enough or like you know <laughs> well, yeah. i don't know man well it's and then because almost everybody wants they man human beings are fucked almost all of them <laughs> almost all of us want to see the other person crash and burn. So just to be, just <laughs> to be, so cl- just to be very clear, I think I can speak for all of us when I say at the table at the table here, we want the only success for our friends and family mm-hmm. because w- when we see our friends and family succeed on the highest level, that means that we can do it as well. That's right. And we only we cheer for success for other people. Yeah, yeah. it know? doesn't have to be friends and family, strangers too. I see a stranger do something well, great. I'll tell you I'm what, like, hey, competition. Yeah. I'll put you in the fucking dirt. <laughs> yeah, we'll that. learn from you, <laughs> and we'll 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 be civil and whatnot. But if uh, if you're coming, uh, you're coming at me. You, yeah, you're in the dirt, man. We'll we'll I'm be fucking better than you. I love that. I'm just no. not as competitive as you two. I just like <laughs> I compete <laughs> against myself. Like as long as I'm doing better, then I don't care what everyone else in the no. world is doing. I'm hoping you're doing good. If you're not, that's probably oh, they on can do you. Good. I'm just going to compare. But they can't me to be me. as good as us. <laughs> <laughs> we we are coming for whoever is at the top. That's right. Either fall in line or get behind. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the same thing? No, no, no. Fall in line ahead of me. Oh. Or get behind fall, me. No, no, fall in line behind me. Okay, there's <laughs> only behind me. Just just get the fuck in the, out of the way. Well, I mean, there are people in front of us, but we're just learning and men- getting mentored. And then, ooh, yeah, there we go. There budged. We go. I budged you. Yeah, fall in line so that I can take you out. <laughs> right. uh, number 10. Um, and this is the final one. We got now. We got We got lots. Nice, of, yeah. nice. Number 10. Finally, it's important to review and adjust. Um, how do you optimize your wealth building strategies to adjust and adapt t- for your future? Well, we've done that with our own business multiple times mm-hmm. and we've had to. And but th- what's funny about it is, is that we I remember having a sit down with all like all of us and us discussing like the worst possible scenario. And then we kind of went up from there mm-hmm. from absolute worst scenario and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like so we already kind of laid down the footwork of where we knew like where it could go at like the worst possible thing and you know like yeah we've we've gone through all those uh, gone through all those scenarios i mean majority of them Mm -hmm. so we didn't have any surprises we just kind of like went okay now we need to talk this week because we're kind of like it's leering to this place mm. or mm-hmm. this place, you know? So yeah, I feel like if you can't adapt in these uh, in the future <laughs> that we're having, you're fucked. Yeah, you're <laughs> fucked. You're, you're fucked, fucked That's the saying, adapt or die. Yeah. yeah That's legit. literally how nature works. <laughs> adapt or die. So. Yeah, and I think most businesses should go into, um, I think people should go into their business with the idea of, hey, every three to five years, we're going to change something. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what Amazon does. This is what Microsoft does. These guys literally have their own little, uh, their own little divisions of within their company that go off and start new shit. They'll start new shit, and they'll have like a group of like five to ten people that are just off, you know, doing their their own thing, looking at new possibilities. While the team, the b- the main team, is doing everything that, that needs to happen for the vision of the now. Mm-hmm. And then they have a uh, that o- the team off to the side that's 
worrying about the future. Mm. Very, very smart. And if you're not doing that, I think you're not going to go too far because we're in an ever-changing world mm-hmm. and you just you have to adapt or you die. Well, I think the thing about adaptability is if you have to adapt in a certain way that you don't like because of how the market is or what the economy is doing or the demographic that you're trying to reach, just know that it's going to change again because you've adapted this way. You're going to have to adapt again. So things can be short term. Like right now at work, my job description is changing for the next six months just because of situations in the workplace. And I just have to tell myself like this is six weeks. In the grand scheme of things, it's very small. It may be unpleasant for the time being. I have no idea. I don't know what it's going to be like. I've never done it before. So it might be great and I might love it. But just know that when you adapt, you're going to have to adapt again. So it's not a permanent change. So don't get like stuck thinking that, that I'm going to be this way forever and it's terrible. Because you're going to make it terrible. Go in with an open mind. Know that it's going to change again. And just enjoy the ride. Also, you're doing, doing this thing that you haven't done before literally gives you more um experience experience yeah. yeah it gives you more experience and it literally helps you level up in ways that any nobody else can because you now know another area of, of law yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's out of the that, area of my enough. comfort zone like yeah. i like co- corporate commercial and all of the things on that side and for six weeks i'm going to be doing like litigation and criminal and family and they're not things that i've done before and they weren't things that i was interested in doing but that's just how it is right now. And so I am going to learn and it's going to be challenging, but it's going to be beneficial in the end, which I think most, most things are when they come at you. Most challenges are there because you need to learn them and grow from them. So it makes you stronger in the end. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Because I mean, even with sales, I can totally relate to that because it's a face to face interaction. And then, you know, the internet became more available. So then you got to do, like selling online and mm-hmm. then you got to talk to people online and then the the cough happened and then now you like there it's like there's been a change in people and how people communicate and how they buy things it's like you really need to be on your game and figure out okay this is how you need to communicate to sell something mm-hmm. so it's all about adapting yeah mm-hmm. yeah and but experience wise for you i mean like you had to learn something new so again that's we said that in, 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 I think, number three or four or something. Yeah, the education. Yeah, education yeah. is important. And, like, you can up your leveling on that, like, making more seven. money. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. But, no, 100%, man. Mm-hmm. 100%. These are all key and very important things to learn. Um, feel free to rewind or however you do your, your listening here. <laughs> and, uh <laughs> Work on these 10 steps to building wealth because in the end, life is a game of chess. Protect yourself as king or queen. Play well and never give up. I believe this is an excellent way to end. Yeah, great. This has been When Opportunity Knocks Podcast, a Triple H production. Woo! (laughs) 